Yeah, I think at some point they're going to have to probably come up with some way to have an independent uh, an independent doctor. Because like that was one of the issues with not just Simmons, but over the years, like Kawhi Leonard hasn't trust a few, trusted mm-hmm. a few team doctors. Um, you go back through like Luol Deng, I think was given, like he, he, he got a staph infection as a result of some malpractice from uh, some Chicago team doctors. Like there's, um, I might have that wrong. I, I'd have to go back and search that. But there are there are plenty of cases here where um, if it isn't outright reported, but there are like all kinds of players who trust their own kind of personal doctors well above sure. the team doctors. Um, and and in both of those cases, like the player can is is more than uh, allowed to have his or her, you know, in the WNBA. Uh, but a player is allowed to have their opinion of a team doctor and some of the conflicts of interest that exist with the team doctor, like just inherently. Mm-hmm. But a team is also going to sit there and say, well, hold on. Can't I make that same complaint about your personal doctor, right? Your personal doctor is under your employ. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're concerned that our doctors are put in a questionable position, your doctor is also put in a questionable position where you want that doctor to say a certain thing. The doctor is incentivized to say a certain thing because that keeps them employed in your, in, in your circle. So, yeah, I mean, um, I think it's impossible though, to have like yeah. actually independent, independent yeah. impartial, like even league, you know, like the league can try to have some sort league of is they, teams, right? Like league, but, league but then yeah, teams, but correct. And then what is best for the league? Right. Yeah. Um, and they do have, there are cases, um, so when uh, when a, a team gets like a, for a disabled player exception, that has to be um, adjudicated by a quote independent doctor, right? An independent doctor has to say that that player is out for the season or their injury could put them out for the season. And then you get a disabled player exception. Um, and some of that is the case when you can get um, when there's a medical retirement um, this was with, uh, with Brandon Roy, uh, happened in Portland. You know, you have to have like an outside doctor say that whatever injury yeah. is like career ending so that you can get Actually, salary, re- you can get mm-hmm. salary relief for that. So there are cases where there are like independent doctors for the NBA adjudicating this sort of thing, but yeah, they're, they're going to have to like, they're going to have to figure out something because, like, again, I don't think it is on the players or on the teams. They should be doing whatever it is that they think is in the best interest to win a game or win a championship. Uh, so I yeah. think it is on the league to do something about, right? Like, it is objectively probably in, you know, when when the Spurs basically started all of this, it was in the Spurs' yeah. best interest, interest to send Tim Duncan and Mono Ginobili and Tony Parker home on a Southwest flight, right? And not, like... <laughs> and not actually have them play, right? This is this is kind of what started. It was best for those mm-hmm. for the Spurs long term and even in those seasons, right? The players fresher during the playoffs and not going to be injured and we can have them longer and all of that. Um and by the way, load management, you know, the term load management was a is a LeBron Lakers thing. That was that was the beginning of load management. Really? I remember seeing it. It was we were in. Remember Tim Duncan we, got the DNP old. Remember that we were we were in. Uh, we were in. Was it San Francisco? No, I think it was still. Oakland. We were. It was playing at the Warriors, and LeBron had come back from. Uh, it was his first year. Had come back from. 
what did whatever uh actually it was christmas he got hurt in on christmas in oakland yeah. mm -hmm. and then came back you know however however long later and then played a game and then sat out i think was the next game mm -hmm. and it was on on the little you know the inactive list it was inactive load management and we huh. all like chuckled like what the hell is load management well, i mean it makes sense but that was the beginning of load that was the first time load management was used was cool so now i can blame lebron for one more thing no Great. no we don't want to do that no 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 <laughs> lebron won a title for the lakers we sources sources from within the lakers say not only did lebron easy. force them to, to trade <laughs> for russell westbrook easy he also created load management that monster. i don't know if he i don't know if he created it but it was I'm quite certain, at least the first time I ever saw it yeah. was him coming back and we were like, oh, he's going to play. He played, you know, the game before. Oh, he's going to yeah. play. He's back. Uh, inactive load management it was the first time. And I remember, who was I talking to? I don't. I think it was Koger who was on the trip with us, who does, uh, who's the producer for um, for Backstage Lakers. Mm -hmm. And he and I like looked at each other like, what the hell is, <laughs> the fuck is load management? Yeah. That's Sources a new one. say... The tactic that he that he and Clutch used to force Rob Polinka into trading for Russell Westbrook, tying his hands behind his back, and forcing his other hand to write out the trade. Uh, same thing. He wrote out load management using. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like? Prick his finger and write it in blood. <laughs> Um, See, all right, look, just people are going to believe this. People are going to believe. <laughs> no, they believe. won't. We laugh. Your, your tinfoil hat, people are going to be like the fact that <laughs> it's just going to be like uh, LeBron just <laughs> with like a ski mask on and rope, right? And, <laughs> and look, man, Rob Palenka like tied to a chair with his arms behind his back. And, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly how it happened. Yep, I told you. I, like you that's did. look based on based on leaks to this point, it's not that far fetched. It's a little far-fetched, but there not are lots that far-fetched. There are lots of, of entities. I'm not even going to say people. There are a lot of entities mm -hmm. around the league, not just the Lakers, around the league, who are interested in having their version of certain events be in the public. <laughs> um, all right. The next kind of thing that uh, we are going to start getting leaks about, I would imagine, is the availability potentially of Nick Nurse of Quinn Snyder. Uh, Quinn Snyder is not going to address the the media in any kind of an exit interview. Uh, that's not scheduled right now. He might do so at a later time, uh, according to some of the people who are covering the Utah Jazz. Shouts to Danny Ainge, who apparently took the job and said he didn't want to do any of the annoying day-to-day -day shit. Yeah, um, which includes talking to the media. Which, right, which yeah. includes accountability, apparently. Hey, man, good for, good for him. Um, Danny Ainge is one of the great finessers of ever. Good for him. It's so so incredible to be white in the NBA. But um, and then uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. It seems it seems pretty incredible to be white in, in general. anywhere. Yeah. Just in general, it yeah. seems kind of awesome. I don't know. Half of me really agrees. Half of well, me I mean, just it only has, really matters what always you look has like. a smile. Yeah, right. It matters what you look like. If you can pass for white, then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty awesome. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so, uh, Nick Nurse, if you ever get a chance to do that, go for it. Of between Quinn Snyder, are, I we got to be careful here because they're both yes. still employed right now. Yes, I do. Um, but between Nick Nurse and Quinn Snyder, are you allowed to comment on which coach you think has a better chance of being available? 
Um, sure. That's just analyzing a situation. Yes, I think I think um, it seems to me from the outside, I don't have any inside knowledge, but it seems to me that um, Utah is more at a point where there yeah. it looks like Utah is going to needs to and is going to make huge changes, whether mm -hmm. that's to the roster with trading certain players yeah. or whether that's you know coaching change or something it looks to me like utah is more at a stage where like we've tried this kind of we've seen this movie before and it doesn't work yeah um i, I know how this movie this movie ends and it's not good so We're it on seems sharknado to me, 37 it and... seems to me like uh utah is probably and i'm not even like specifically talking about their coaching situation it just seems like utah is going to make massive changes um so as it relates to coaches that might become that are currently under contract that might become available it would seem more likely to me to be utah because they it the talk all around the league is that they're definitely going to do something or at least try to do something major drastic um, mm -hmm. so from those two i would suspect the utah situation to change more yeah i mean it's explicable in toronto why nick nurse would falls short with not just an already kind of underwhelming talent wise roster. And on top of that, they got hurt, right? So yeah. they're already up against it when you're looking at their talent compared to like Phillies in that series. And then Fred Van Vliet gets hurt and, uh, and then Scotty Barnes gets hurt yep. and that series plays out as you would kind of expect once an already underwhelmingly talented roster gets dinged up. Um, with Utah, right, I mean, Kawhi left, they didn't get anything and yeah, uh, they, they won a title, but then Kawhi left they didn't. and then like last year they were bad last year. Um, mm -hmm. and then we kind of expected a bounce back and they were bad at the beginning of this year and then kind of got it together towards the end. But last year was such a strange year for them because never had a home court. Yeah. Like, right. They're in like, all. they're in Tampa. Right. So yeah. like, I mean, it's hard enough to be in the NBA and be traveling and away from family and friends and whatever environment you're com comfortable in, but they couldn't even play in Toronto. So yeah, that was like kind of not all that shocking. And then, you know, you're right. They don't. Toronto is also an underrated uh, crowd too. Like they yeah, get loud yeah, yeah. in there. They do. Yeah. Yeah. You're big. You like seeing Drake and Drake at the games. Well, that's, you know, and you they have, they have the a greatest a, rapper of all time, which I, I can't believe that is wild to me. Wait, say that again. You said you you you've yeah, told yeah. me that you think yeah. he's the greatest rapper of all time. Yeah, yeah. Not not necessarily just like lyrically, although I think he's really good. But like it, it, the amount of just bangers and hits he puts out, it's kind of his record is undeniable. I don't like. Yes, is he technically the, the greatest rapper of all time? I don't know. There's probably some dude that many of us have never heard of that's like technically a better rapper than Drake. But yes. Drake is the best ever. Yes. Disagree. Look at, look at just bangers. Like he's got like 60 or 70 or 80. Just, just hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. Yeah. I've been, I've been going back and listening to a lot of the old hip hop that I, I listened to like growing up and yeah. it makes me sad listening to Kanye. Like it makes me sad. I get sad listening to Kanye songs. I, yeah, I don't, I don't mess with Kanye. his first album uh incredible 
is incredible. College dropout. Like oh, it was yeah. just, it was so freaking incredible. And with yeah. the, uh, with the, with the hidden track last call, the hidden track on it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and then he, it seems to me he has gotten, uh, like he's gotten somewhere with creativity, I guess we'll call it. That is just like, I really respect if people do things that are different and it's really good, that's great. But yeah. sometimes people do think just do different or weird just for the sake of being different or weird. And that, I don't know what's good about that. He's kind of that... like it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I Kanye makes me sad too, because yeah. that first one was incredible. I, but I think there's something, yeah. and maybe we can figure out how to bring this back to basketball. But I think there is something. I just with, tried Kanye Irving. It's like with, right there. Uh, <laughs> with with uh, musical artists who like go so hard and are grinding for so long, and finally like get you know their first get their first deal and put out their first mm -hmm. album, and that is like they've been working on that for however you know five or ten years. Mm -hmm. And so all of their best 10 years or five years or whatever yep. it is goes into that first album. And then now's the second one. Seal, and Seal now, said that. And Seal, you, he like used all of your best stuff over however long. Seal, I think, literally said, um, well, I'm going to paraphrase, so not literally, but he, he essentially said uh, that you have your whole life to write your first album. Mm -hmm. Then you have two years to write your second. Right. And... Yeah, you got to be pretty damn good. You got to be pretty. You got to be pretty damn special. <laughs> really difficult. Or that second one does to bang like the first one. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't written another "Kiss from a Rose." I but a "Kiss from a Rose" that's a that's an all timer. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You don't need nothing else. That's an all timer. <laughs> you don't need nothing else. Well, um, he has one other song, right? Probably. And first of all, I don't know if he still is, but didn't he marry Heidi Klum? Is that what her name yeah. is? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With whatever he got going on on his face. He married Heidi Klum. Like, man, that dude, you don't need nothing. Well, that's that's how good Kiss from a Rose right. was. Right. You got Kiss from a Rose and Heidi Klum. Man, you're doing just fine. And, uh, he, he wrote Kiss from a Rose, from and it was enough for Heidi Klum to ignore his face. Right. And it was you like gotta, upset I mean, of the I century. Don't, I don't want to hear nothing from nobody after yeah. that. You, like, you, you're doing just fine, brother. Yeah. I don't know um, if they're still together. That's, that's, that's what happened to, like, you know, that's what people say about my face all the time. You got Jen to ignore that? How? I, 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 fair. <laughs> that is a fair. <laughs> she's better looking um, than you. She's smarter than you. <laughs> like, you, you, hey, man, good for doctor. you. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Um, no, but that like, the, so uh, the Andy, you know, Andy Enfield, the, I think he's still USC's coach, right? He uh -huh. coached Florida Gulf Coast uh, mm -hmm. when they had their, their little run. And his wife is very attractive. Mm -hmm. And he like randomly met her driving to some i think maybe it was to like march madness or something randomly like driving back in the day before he was a head coach like this man look at him and look at her this man can clearly recruit so <laughs> i'll i'll hire this he can coach my college basketball team anytime because this dude can clearly recruit. That's what, yeah usc's been good since they hired him they, they have been they have been yeah so um, much like much like andy enfield you outkicked your coverage that's what oh, we call yeah. it yeah, I'm one of the thumbs on those NFL <laughs> rosters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And you're pulling, you're pulling, you're pulling quarterback type girls. You're doing all right. Man. Good for you, brother. Like Pat McAfee, like married Sierra somehow. You know, like if really? if that was to happen. No, no, no. Oh. Russell Wilson, Sierra. No. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, no, but I, uh, you I see, you see, I'm up on pop culture, but so I'm, I'm, I'm allowed to, to comment specifically on the Lakers and these two coaches. So I yes, can't you ask are. you this question, but between those two coaches, uh, nurse and Snyder Lakers fans should be rooting for 
both of them to become available and uh they should be well, rooting become available is interesting right because well they they would have to ask i don't out. think th- they would I, have well to- i think there is a chance i think there is a chance quinn snyder gets fired i don't think there's a chance nick nurse gets fired so as it relates to the lakers mm-hmm. one of them theoretically it would appear would require a trade yeah and one i, I think there's a chance that quinn snyder is not brought back by the jazz. I don't think there's a chance that Nick nurse is not brought back by the Raptors. Yeah. He's, he's like with Nick, Nick, with Nick nurse, I think he is legitimately whew, probably like a top seven coach, maybe even higher in the NBA top five. Maybe I think he is a top. So there's a lot of things like that go in. There's, there's so many different, aspects of coaching but as it relates to just like a tactician like in-game tactics um creativity game planning and all of that in game i think nick nurse is a top probably two or three coach yeah he's incredible uh also apparently learned from phil jackson has clutch ties uh there's a lot of boxes both both of those things are true yes yeah a lot of boxes that would interest the lakers is is all i'm saying you can cough if you if you agree you can you can tell I me mean, how delicious and, and, and is. blink twice blink twice <laughs> if, if, if you fear for your life but this it, is a hostage video yeah uh no hennessy is 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 very delicious and i need some more of it yeah um yeah i i think i think that there is a lot to like i mean i, I they're both good coaches yeah there is a lot to like about uh about a lot of things about Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse is a fantastic coach, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to laughing at the Utah Jazz. And uh, I think that, like, there, it's really rare that I see a conversation online and all of it just kind of annoys me, where, okay. like, I think the people who were just strident in their support of Rudy Gobert can sound really stupid at sometimes. I think the people who are just adamant that he's terrible can sound really stupid at times. Mm-hmm. I think the conversation about Donovan Mitchell has gotten really interesting. Like of the of the topics to cover with the Utah Jazz, I think Mitchell is a lot more interesting than Gobert because you know he is somebody who does a lot of the things that historically we really value, right? The ability to make tough shots, the ability to get his own shot, the ability to to get into the key, athletic, finish at the rim, all these things that like it's really easy to to identify like okay yeah that guy is a great player that guy is really talented you want that guy in your organization but he's also terrible defensively he's really 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 bad defensively that's and, being kind yeah like i look he he's undersized which is another issue that that they uh that has caused some some problems for utah mm-hmm. um utah also i think has done a pretty bad job at supplementing that roster with people who make up for with players who make up for those the other guys shortcomings mm-hmm. and they, they they got way too into shooting at one point and didn't have any wing depth uh in terms of being able to slow down anybody athletically if you had if you had a wing that was taller than like six seven who could create his own shot utah you you were going to beat utah like that was just that was a thing that they could not guard um and then and then they went too far in the well so first it started with uh the they you know 
it went one it was on one side of the spectrum and then the other so i don't know if it started with being bad defensively and then getting uh too like too focusing too heavily like three on or defense. four years ago they were they were uh the number one defense in yeah the league. that's right and then and then and then it's it, they then were it, yeah. then they said you know then they started doing like we're going to do the blender thing you know where we're going to get uh conley and well donovan mostly but donovan and or conley to yeah. drive and kick and we're going to just get you in the blender you're going to be moving around and we're going to shoot a bunch a ton of threes I, yep. I think the last two years they've shot the most threes in the league mm -hmm. not this year minnesota shot more but yeah 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 the year before the la last yeah. year last mm -hmm. year and the year before yeah i think they shot and they shot a ton this year also but yeah. not as many as, as minnesota you're correct um i don't know well let me ask you this who do you think is a better basketball player donovan or or rudy gobert Man, uh, I think it's a coin flip. I think. So I think most people think it's Donovan and I think they're wrong. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think they're even like, they're really good at what you need them or, or what they're good at, but there are also some really important things that you need them to be good at that they are really bad at. Yeah. I, you're yes, correct. I mean, they are. They are both very, very flawed. I mean, every basketball player is flawed, but they their flaws are pretty glaring. Yeah, yeah. Um, I they're in a, they're in a strange spot um, because I don't know what they like if if they decide like right what what are the what are the things that they can do to really shake it up right to really change something they can change their coach or they can trade one or both of their stars. Mm -hmm. And my suspicion and the suspicion around the league is that they may change the coach and they are looking to trade Gobert. Gobert. Mm -hmm. If they trade Gobert, I think they should trade Mitchell too, because it's going to be if they're trading Gobert's to try to build something to try to get Donovan happy and get him, you know, to commit long term, which he certainly did not do um, in the little exit. Well, in the in the press conference after the game, when Mc, uh, when uh, Ben McMahon asked him about it, mm -hmm. he certainly he was pretty noncommittal. Now, it's right after you just, you know, your season's over and it's maybe not the time you want to talk about it. Haven't thought about it. All of that's fair. But I don't I'm sorry. Know. That's a fuck. That's a lie. I haven't thought about it. Get out of here. Yeah, no, I agree. But what Donovan, you've been thinking about it all year. Of course. The but Knicks attended your game in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but <laughs> Wes was just maybe maybe he was just he was hanging out. He was just hanging out with Julius, who's who's a player, and he's from Dallas. Like, I'm sorry, man. Like of all of these NBA players, you're lying. Of course, LeBron of course James. I haven't I haven't talked to my my uh, team at Clutch. Reports are that uh, LeBron hasn't spoken to his team at Clutch about a, about um, yes, the extension. his extension. Yeah. yeah, sure thing, of LeBron. Course, of course, yeah, of course they've thought about it and talked about it. But how do you if all right? So let, we'll take all right. So let's put the Donovan thing aside. I think if they trade one of them, they better trade both of them. But let's yeah. put let's assume that they want to build around Donovan, which is a choice. It's a fine choice because um, you're not gonna like you're not going to get guys in Utah. So when you have mm. them, you probably should try to keep them and make them happy. That's, that's fair. I don't know. I don't know what you're going to win with, with, uh, with Donovan as your best player. 
I don't like, I don't think you're going to win anything. However, let's put that aside and say they're going to keep Donovan. Again, I think they should trade both of them if they trade either of them. So of the two options, then, uh, you know, changing your coach or trading, uh, uh, trading Rudy. I don't know. Like if you, if they decide to part ways with Quinn Snyder, I don't, are they going to get a better coach than him? I doubt it. And if they trade Rudy Gobert, are they going to get, are they going to be better? Like, is there something that, is there some trade out there trading Rudy that is going to make the jazz better? I doubt it. So they're in, they're in like, they're in a, which is why I say, if you trade one of them, I think you got to trade both of them. So I'm not disagreeing with, with the analysis. I think the other thing you have to keep in mind though, is that Utah is a, like we haven't seen that, seen them really go into a full blown rebuild, not since Hayward, right? Like not since they, they were bad enough to draft Hayward. Um, they have, uh, and 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 by the way, they lost Hayward. And I, they didn't get anything back for him. So like, uh, no, they they did not. Uh, so they, they like, did they, that weird, like they wanted to uh, not give him the full five year extension. Yeah, give, yeah. And then he was like, all right. And I think he took four, but then they gave him an opt out, so he left early, and they got nothing. Yes. Yeah. So I, I he think was, he was not pleased with them. Yeah, I mean, you can't you can't like not pay a good white player. In, in a league Utah? that Boston, right. in in a league where Boston exists, like <laughs> there's always uh, going to be competition right. for I, that I, kind we've of been, We've been we've been talking about uh, <laughs> you know, Michael Jordan not liking to spend so much money, and so maybe well, not I mean mm-hmm. Rudy makes Rudy makes a ton, but longer term money. But well, maybe maybe we send Gordon Hayward back to uh, back to Utah. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> I, I did think, well the first time. I think. I think they they trade Rudy, they fire Quinn Snyder, um, and they they keep Donovan to try to sell tickets for one last season. And over the course of the season, I think they try to quietly see what his market looks like over the course of next year. And the problem is like you can't do that quietly in 2022. Like that's real. Remember when they traded Darren Williams? It was a it was a shocker. That yeah, yeah. like it just kind of came out of nowhere. I don't think that kind of thing can really take place in 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 today's news market. No, I mean there are there are a few things here and there that are that are surprises. Yeah, um, but not a lot of them. Like the the Paul George, the Kawhi and Paul George thing was kind of a surprise out of nowhere. Very quickly. literally created an earthquake in Las yeah. Vegas. That yeah, that's right. That's that right. Crazy. Um, but here's the th- like. All right, so let's say you're right and they trade. Like, you think they're bad defensively now, <laughs> especially in the playoffs? Well, like, what are well, they going to look like when they don't is, have the only dude that guards? Is the goal for NBA teams always to be as good as they can possibly be? Um, different, different, and different franchises at different times have different goals. Yeah, like no teams. There are teams that whose goal is not. Like, Some teams, of course, you, of course, you want to win, right? Of course, like you if, you're, win, if but... all you were focused on was winning, nobody would trade for Russell Westbrook. You know what? Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, as it relates to Utah, like I don't. Is there? But there, because right there are teams like Utah, like uh, like the Pacers, right? There are teams that historically are just are not going to 
Right bottom, really out. bottom out. Mm-hmm. Um, so do they do, does every team like, are they trying to win a championship all the time? No, they should they be? Uh, yes. But frankly, there are teams that, whose goal is like, you want to make money. That is part of it. Also, some of it is winning championships. Some of it is just like maintaining some sort of status in the league. There, there are different goals for different franchises and there are different goals for the same franchise at different times in their lifespan. I just don't like, I don't know what, what trading Rudy is going to get. Like, I, I don't know what it's going to get you. I don't know where, where that goes. If it's just to make Mitchell happy. I mean, I, I think Donovan wants to win and I don't know what they can get for Rudy that is going to make them a better basketball team. I'm looking on on Fanspo right now. I'm looking at a trade. And... <laughs> this is your favorite. I did. I, okay. I my two favorite Anthony's are Trade Machine Anthony and Tinfoil Hat Anthony. So let let me hear. Let's see what you got. Well, so it's tough because Rudy is paid paid thirty eight oh, yeah. mil for the next four years. Oh um, yeah. Wait, how much did you say? Thirty eight mil like each year for the next four years. He he makes more than that. You mean average? You no, know, he makes more. Average. Than that. He's making in the forties. Yeah, he's, he's no. Like next year, 40s. he's going to make. Next year, he's going to make thirty, thirty-eight. Uh huh. And then and it's going to escalate from there. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. Um. So at least thirty-eight mil for the next four there you years. Go. That's what I should have said. Yeah. Um. I'm looking at one of the teams that you mentioned, in terms of teams that don't like to bottom out, mm-hmm. but also not thrilled with luxury taxes. Hmm. Who says no to a swap of Miles Turner and Malcolm Brogdon for Rudy Gobert? Hmm. Hmm. That makes both teams better. Yeah. So normally, normally trade machine Anthony makes me want to throw things, which I, (laughs) which is why I love it. This one, like at first blush, I don't, I don't despise. So yeah. Like who do you think asks for a pick on top of that offer? I I think they both I think like the Jazz I don't think would like to have to like trade for Turner and then immediately pay him at the end of the season, but yeah. But like again, you're trading Rudy Gobert who is one of the more distressed assets in the NBA, you know, in that like everybody knows he has to get traded and everybody also knows that he really limits what you're looking to do in the in the postseason. I mean, I don't know what you do with Brogdon and Connolly and well, you got to trade Mitchell. Conley. You got to trade Conley. Ah, uh, good luck. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's a team that would, you know, might be looking to move their current point guard. Good luck. Um, yeah, I. You know what? I. I. I want to be like this one is actually right. Like this one is making me think. So, I. Yeah, I guess like I don't immediately have an objection for either side. So. <laughs> This is the I, nicest I thing you've ever hate, said to me. I guess I don't hate it. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. Although like, I don't, I don't think, I don't think Indiana does that. Um, because I think on balance, uh, Turner is like, he's not quite as good as Rudy, but like, it's not that far. Yeah, it's not that far off. Um, and then tap. So I think I think Indiana says no, unless Utah sweetens it a little bit. But I don't hate it. I don't hate it. 
And then what you what you could do if you're Utah is send Mike Conley to Charlotte, and you can. Uh, so I guess yeah, because Mike Con Mike Conley and and Mello, that, that's what. There you go. That's gonna <laughs> but, be perfect. <laughs> Again, like Charlotte right now, like everybody's in agreement. Like I just want everybody to know. If you're listening to potential trades with Charlotte, it's not to get better in terms of basketball. It's to shed immediate salary. It's to shed enough salary immediately. I guess you could go Mike Conley to the Lakers. How about that? We'll go Mike Conley to the Lakers. Now, we'll, I, we'll I'm going to go get more Hennessy while you just go. You just go click right here. You just, you just the Anthony's trade machine musings. <laughs> Gordon Hayward back to Utah. I mean, I'm into that just for the like the hilarity the of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in. I'm in for that. And then I think Ubre has to go to the Lakers. Let's see how this looks. I need to. Ubre doesn't. So I think Ubre you need to send out. You wind up needing this. Yeah, you need to. You need to send out more salary if you're Utah. You need to send. Uh, another like 1.5 mil, but that's easy enough to do. It's a minimum player. So you can go Mike Conley and Kelly Oubre to the Lakers, Gordon Hayward to the Jazz, Russell Westbrook to the Hornets. And just like that, the Jazz just got rid of Rudy Gobert. They got back Miles Turner. They got back a wing in in uh, Gordon Hayward. And they got a point, an actual point guard who's a little bigger to play next to Donovan Mitchell. Is I just there some the way? Chats. Is there some Danny, way? Like, I, and by the way, Utah, I'll take uh, press conferences. I'm already better at this than Danny Ainge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, Danny Ainge is one of the great finessers of all time. Is there a way? So much. And, and, and I don't. I, this, <laughs> this is. This is. I want to be very clear. I do not want a tampering fine. I want to be very yeah. clear. This is not Lakers specific. Mm -hmm. But is there some way? Just for when Harrison listens to this, is there some way you can include Buddy Heald in this deal? <laughs> just for Harrison's sake. I'll work on it. Thank I'll work you. on it. Yeah. I don't care where he goes. Just wherever. He can be he can be sent to he can be sent. I, I was listening. I listened you to like uh, a seven player trade. A seven I want a seven team trade. I was I listened seven, to yeah, uh, seven, you, you trade, and yeah. you and Harrison, your uh your <laughs> narrative, you know, the like predict the narrative, the leak narrative yeah. on you, uh which was funny. So uh, and there was the mention of the uh, was it the Shandong, <laughs> the Shanghai Sharks or something. So I was I don't care if Buddy Shandong Southern Tigers. Is there we there. go. Yeah. I don't care if Buddy Heald gets sent there. I just need Buddy Heald involved <laughs> in this just for just because I want Harrison to be a part of this. I think uh, that Max's nice guy predicted Buddy Heald to the Lakers. So it might I, happen. You know what? Never mind. I'm, <laughs> the guy who like I know I know Max a little bit dressed up as Avery Bradley on purpose. <sighs> All right, that's gonna have to do it. <laughs> I saw I actually saw I saw Max out the other night. Uh, where was uh, Habibi? Uh, the dressed as that. Avery just dressed as Avery Bradley. No, he was dressed as Max. <laughs> yes, there were no there were no uniforms on the no, no he was not yeah. doing any any videos that that night. Mm. Oh, actually, he was just not basketball. Oh. <laughs> he was not impersonating any basketball players. <laughs> um, he all can right, actually, play a little bit too. I mean, he's. I'm not, sure like, he can. He, he like, can play a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. He can play. A you got to be like pretty athletic to be able to do like to impersonate some of these guys. He, he can play a little bit. Yeah, he's 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 all right. He can play a little bit. 
All right. That's going to do it for this episode, this week's episodes here on the Silver Screen and Roll Podcast Network. Uh, a record-setting month for the Silver Screen and Roll that. Podcast Network. Given the fact that the Lakers are not in the postseason, have sucked all year, the fact that you guys are supporting us in this way, it's pretty damn crazy, uh, making me look like a genius. So I appreciate that. Um, we are going to have a lot to talk now that there are a couple seasons that are over. I'm sure the rumor cycle is going to start heating up a little bit. Today is Friday, so it wouldn't surprise me if in the next like hour or so we start getting some of those rumors. Oh, we're going to get that news dump? Oh, yeah. We're totally getting like a Friday evening news dump is my prediction. Okay. You ready for do this? You, yeah. It's, do you have a prediction of what it's going to be, though? Yeah. So it's one nineteen my time right now. Yep. I'm saying it like... And you're drinking red wine. 5.15, we're going to get Quinn Snyder has been released. You're going four, four hours from now, okay. Yeah, I think right. like after everybody has left work, while they're in the car, we're going to get that. We're going to get it, that. You know when it'll be. If it happens, it'll be... Halftime of the first yeah, game. Yeah, it'll, it'll be during the game tonight. <laughs> right, they'll just <laughs> sneak that in. Yeah. Just like, it, no, you know what? It, it won't, it'll be like in the third quarter. Yeah. Right, because it won't be before, because then they'll talk about it before. It won't be during the first half, because then at halftime, when they're talking yeah. about the game, they'll also. So it'll be right after halftime. Yeah, exactly. So there'll be a little bit, and then in the post game show, they'll be talking about the game, assuming the game is decent. They'll be talking about the game, and if Memphis wins, what that means, the Warriors, and if Minnesota wins Game Seven, what that's going to look like. Yeah, they'll 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 drip something in like yeah. mid third quarter. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I All think right. it'll be good. Uh, until all of that and until the next time you guys hear from us I'm Anthony Irwin that was Aaron Arsul and this was The Hook shut up Devin Alvarado Alvarado